Hi, my name is Barb Mangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. This is episode 45, Actions That Lead to Freedom. 12-Step Recovery Programs are programs of action. Recovery is not about thinking, It's not about believing. It's not about learning. It's not about reading. It's about taking action, doing something, not thinking, believing, learning, reading. I used to believe before recovery that if I just learned the right trick, then everything would fall into place. I did all kinds of things, read a gajillion self-help books, yada, 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 yada. And then I came into recovery and I learned that 12 step programs of recovery are programs of action. As my first sponsor used to say to me all the time, action, 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 action. Recovery is about taking action. So I'm going to list a bunch of actions that have worked for me that have led to freedom freedom from addiction, freedom from dysfunction, freedom from compulsion, and freedom from obsession. I was told it only matters what I do. It doesn't matter what I think, and it doesn't matter what I say. It matters what I do. So I can think and say whatever I want, but if I'm not doing anything in line with those thoughts and words, then they don't matter. The actions I take, the things I do are what matters. I also want to remind you that thinking is not a tool of recovery. It is not an action. I've heard people say, don't go into your mind alone. There should be an electric fence and barbed wire because it's such dangerous territory. Thinking is not going to help you if you need freedom, if you want to be healthy. Thinking through things is not going to help you if you got into recovery because your thinking is what got you here. They say in recovery, you can't fix a broken brain with a broken brain. And I would say you need to take action. So here goes some actions, not in any particular order. Go to a meeting. I don't care if there's no meeting for your fellowship in the area. Find a meeting that is in your area. There are AA meetings freaking everywhere at every time of day. Even if you're not in AA, go to an open meeting. Be around people talking in recovery. Get up, put your clothes on, and go out of the house and go to a meeting. Even if you don't say a fucking word, just go to a meeting. I once heard a woman who lived in New York City say that at one point she told herself that she didn't have to wear socks to a meeting and that she allowed herself to take a taxi to a meeting, whatever she needed to do to get herself to a meeting, because she knew if I go to the meeting, things are going to look better. There is no problem or difficulty that won't seem lighter after a meeting. So get thee to a meeting. Do service in your recovery fellowship. Service can take so many forms. I was taught to do a little bit more service in recovery than I'm comfortable with. 
And that means that I'm very often doing something related to recovery. I I was just thinking through my schedule the other day, and there's literally not one day a week that I'm not doing something that has to do with recovery. I'm going to a meeting, talking with a sponsee, talking with my sponsor in a step group, doing service work above the group level. Whatever it is you do, commit to service so that you're in the thick of things in the world of recovery. As one person said, stay in the middle of the pack. That way you're less likely to get picked off. If you do a little bit more than you're comfortable with, you're always going to be stretched. Take actions that other people who have recovered have taken, whether you believe these actions will work or not. So, for example, if you're someone who does not believe in God, but everybody that you know who has really good recovery tells you that they pray, then fucking pray. It doesn't matter whether you believe it, just do it. Do the action. It doesn't matter who or what you're praying to, just do it. And that leads me to the saying that I heard a long time ago in recovery, which was, I'm protected when I'm connected. So that means if I want to be healed, if I want to have freedom, I need to connect. Often that means with other human beings, but it can also be with your higher power. So get connected. Whether you go to a meeting, a coffee shop, call a friend, invite someone over, go to someone's house, do something somewhere with at least one other human being. Another fantastic action that leads to freedom, go to a retreat or a convention at least once a year. I definitely try to do this. I try to go to either a regional or national convention for at least one of my fellowships every single year. And I also try to go to a local retreat in at least one of my fellowships every single year. It reinvigorates my recovery, gives me a wider network of people, exposes me to people with different types of meetings and recovery than I have. And it's a really great way to stay connected, to get immersed in recovery. Another thing that I've heard people say is healing happens the more touches I have each day in the program. So if I'm doing service work, reaching out to fellows, volunteering on the literature committee, planning a workshop, inviting people to a workshop, trying to find a new location for our meeting, typing up the script of the meeting, whatever it is, the more times I have contact with program, whether it's content, people, or literature, the quicker my healing is going to go. Keep a gratitude list. This helps me keep the focus on what is good in my life. It puts the spotlight on the good. There is always going to be crap that happens, but keeping a gratitude list will keep the focus on the good things. Personally, I keep a gratitude list every night. I've talked about it extensively. I have a podcast on gratitude. If you don't know how it works, I go into detail on that podcast. If keeping a gratitude list every single night is not a discipline that you're ready for or that really even appeals to you, then if something shitty is going on, pick up a pen and start making a list of things that you're grateful for. I recommend that you write at least 10 things that you're grateful for because it will turn your attitude around. It will put the spotlight on the good things and put the other shitty things in the dark where they belong. 
You could do something as easy as tap yourself on the shoulder as a reminder that you're being taken care of. Give yourself a pat on the back. Say the word help out loud, even if there's nobody around. Just saying help signals to yourself and the universe that you need some help. Another suggestion is to go to a meeting outside your normal area from time to time. It doesn't mean you have to go regularly, but at least you're going to go out of your normal circle, meet new people, get new contacts, probably hear something you've never heard before, and get exposed to how other people run meetings. Change the channel. Once you realize you're dwelling on something negative or that will lead you to act out, think of something different. If you need to get out of your own head, you can turn your thoughts to someone that you can help. There is always someone who could use help. If you really, truly cannot think of anything to do for someone, then pray for someone who's having a difficult time or pray for yourself. Praying is an action. You could call a recovery friend, write or journal, move, move your body. They say, move a muscle, change a thought and stop kidding yourself that acting out in your compulsion or addiction would make a bad situation better. It will make it worse. Those years of acting out in your addiction were as bad as they seem. And think about the acronym HALT. Are you hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? If you are, then eat. Get rid of your anger in a healthy way. If you're lonely, reach out to somebody. And if you're tired, rest or sleep. For me to maintain my recovery, I have to stay connected to program no matter what. It doesn't matter how shitty things are, how crappy I feel. I know that for me, my lifeline is 12-step recovery. That's it for today. If you like what you've heard here, then you just might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, head on over to my website, which is higherpowercoachingandconsulting.com and click on the contact menu. I'd be happy to schedule a consultation with you to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe so you can be sure to get future episodes of my podcast. Thanks again.